0: Welcome to this week's episode of Conferred Culture, brought to you by Timothy's, the podcast where we talk about the topics that many of us are passionate about. I'm your host, Chris Murphy, and this week I'm joined by Tim,
1: the Northman Kiefer. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, it's your shtick these days, I swear. Um, uh, I did coming the with a nickname,
1: you guys can't see it. <laughs>
0: yeah. So a, um, a a nickname associated with. The topic that we're talking about. Because this week we're going to talk about uh, two films. We're going to do a, a sort of another entry in the Versus series, as it were. As maybe it's becoming a series. Uh, Mike mm-hmm. and I did Midsummer versus Hereditary like several months ago. And today, Tim and I are going to do um, The Witch versus The Lighthouse. And the reason why I picked these two is that they're d- both directed by uh, David Eggers. Right? That's his name? David Eggers? Ro- Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers. Why did I say David? That's okay. Close enough. Yeah, yeah,
1: Robert David. They're similar.
0: <laughs> no, they're not. Not at all. I. You know what it is. Um, David is uh, or similar last name. Maybe is um, uh, a novel. Like he's a writer. So.
1: Oh, maybe that makes sense. Yeah. So or something. It's like a Freudian that. Anyway. slip.
0: Yep, Freudian slip. Anyway, both
1: about sex. Spoiler yeah. <laughs> no,
0: I'm shocked. So, uh, similar to what we did with uh, w- what Mike and I did, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to start off talking about The Witch. And just to get started, I'm just going to like do the really short description at the top of the Wikipedia page. Sure. So, The Witch is a 2015 period supernatural horror film written and directed by... Um, Robert Eggers. Yeah, it's, okay, Robert, good. Robert Eggers and I, I, you know, I second guess myself because I'm like, did I get, did I, did I write this down wrong now when I was doing this? <laughs> 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 written and I'm leaving all this in and staying in because I, I love looking this like This is hilarious. That's right. Written and directed by Robert Eggers in his feature directorial debut. Uh, the film stars Anna Taylor-Joy, uh, Ralph mm. Innocent, Katie Dickey, Harvey Scrimshaw, Ellie Granger, and Lucas Dawson. Set in the 1630s, the witch follows a Puritan family who encounter forces of evil in the woods beyond their New England farm. Uh, That's as far as I'll go. Like, that's the basic, like, you know, that's the start of the movie, essentially.
1: That's good. That's because that's what I would have said about it, too, because that's literally what I ripped off of Wikipedia. (laughs) Fantastic.
0: (laughs) Isn't Wikipedia great, folks? And it's not plagiarism because I'm admitting I stole it.
1: Yeah, I don't. Care I'm not trying that.
0: to take credit for it anyway.
1: <laughs> You're just using a resource. That's fine. That's,
0: that's all I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, Tim, mm-hmm. uh, what did you think about the witch? Uh,
1: you know, I watched the witch in 2016 when it was <laughs> released on Blu-ray and digital video disc. Because um, <laughs> it came out in 2015, right? But it wasn't released till 2016. Um, mm-hmm it's it's one of those movies for me that i've watched it a few times and every time i watch it i get something new out of it because i really i for me this movie has a lot of personal uh connection and what i read about uh mr eggers and his reason for making the film uh is that it it actually draws a lot from his personal experiences and living in New England himself, right? So, um, I have said this before, but I have a, uh, Christian upbringing and specifically a Roman Catholic. So I'm not so much on the Protestant Puritan side, but I've over the years, I had learned a lot about all that stuff and I can empathize and sympathize with the moral challenges of, uh, Christian life in this period of time. And uh, the extrem. Ex, ex, I was about to say extremist. Jesus. Okay, so we're we we did, we were doing an episode. Extremist. On... <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. Okay, whether or not this, whether or not this precedes something. <clears throat> So I'm putting the pin in this or a uh, placeholder. We were recently
0: Here. recording like ranking MCU films for. Like, so this what there's, you're a at. there's a yeah. reference to
1: extremist. There's a reference to extremist there by accident. Um yep. So anyway, fun <laughs> fact.
0: Ex- extremist is the is the word extremist. I think is is the word I think you're going for. Yeah.
1: So they're ex- so the 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 movie is, it talks <clears throat> about religious extremists, and I've had some personal experiences with this. Not in like churches or. Um you know, family circles, but like in my literal personal life, so uh, I was in a relationship with someone who um, was dealing with some mental health issues, but also it's, it's hard to separate, but they also were tending towards some very extreme behaviors. And this movie deals with um, survival survivalism and um, the breakdown of a family in relation to, what was initially already an extreme behavior because they're puritans and they were more puritan than the puritans that they were living in a colony with so they well, get they get exercised from their colony because the dads like nah you guys aren't you guys aren't following these beliefs as strongly as you should be
0: okay but like most extremist like extreme not christians but most extremist religious people they're freaking hypocrites
1: <laughs> 100% so like what, why I'm why I have such a strong personal connection with this movie is because I've been through, I want to say like I've been through it and come out the other side, but it's more like I've I've dealt I've delved into these themes and challenges of this in my personal life, and I've lived through these kinds of things, and I've always been a huge fan of horror films, and obviously I have like I said I have connections to these things, so I I was initially very drawn to this movie, and it terrifies me in exactly the ways that I think he intended the film to terrify people. Okay. So I I I really I really like it and I have a, a fun place for it. But I I I can understand why um some people might might not be, but I think in our culture this is a, a much more accessible film uh than some other horror films in terms of like psychological terror air quotes. Yeah, sure. So so, um, I, I, like I said, I, I really like it. I rated it highly. I think I, um, I did a, I did a Tim theories blog post about it. I, 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 I have, yeah, I have yet to do a video review on it. I, I would still really m- much like to do that, but fortunately Chris gave me the opportunity to do a podcast about it. So, hey. start there. <laughs> so yeah. that's like in summation, that's, I like it. I think it's a great movie. I'll obviously go into more detail about what I like about it as we compare the two films. But... Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and I can see why people like this. Um I think it did well critically. I don't think it did all that well audience-wise. I don't think it made a whole bunch of like a lot of
1: money. Uh, it's commercially more successful.
0: Oh, okay. Than The Lighthouse? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I, I could see it. that cuz The Lighthouse is not So, I'm I'm going to go It's ahead a little and bit s- out there. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and spoil like my reactions to both these. I like the lighthouse a lot more, but mm-hmm. the, the lighthouse is in my wheelhouse. <laughs> um, really, really bad joke. But I'm like, blown away. Yeah, I know. Hey. So it's 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 more it's more speaks more to me because it's weird. Like it's mm-hmm. super weird, and I found the witch. So here's. Here's my biggest problem with the witch. Has Should we talk actually... about
1: the lighthouse before you go into what you? like? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The okay. World. Sure. So like, uh, I'm Let's I'm, talk about the I'm,
0: lighthouse. I'm I'm sort of opposite in the in the spirit of the verses. I'm sort of the opposite <laughs> of Tim when it comes to the witch. I don't really You're going to make like me
1: the... take a stance on this. I, 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 <laughs> well,
0: we'll get into we'll get into more about what we did and didn't like, but like like you Jesus. said, <laughs> but <laughs> but suffice to say, I do, I don't really like it uh all that much and and i absolutely love the 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 lighthouse so
1: um i'm strangely not as strongly opposed to the lighthouse as you are yeah yeah, which but that's okay
0: but i don't think you like it as much as i do i don't think so no i'm probably okay
1: you're making me do it already i'm I'm not making no no, i'm (laughs) not making you do it already
0: it's just like i don't think you like it as much as me we can just like put a pin in it and come back to him let's come that's back what we to can it. do let's talk to, about to, the s- lighthouse quickly first to, yeah to steal like one of your one one of your amazing sayings we'll we'll put a pin in it and come
1: back let's just come back to it
0: that's <laughs> right so the lighthouse uh once again I just lifted this right off Wikipedia uh the lighthouse is a 2019 film directed and produced again by Robert Eggers mm-hmm. uh he co-wrote the screenplay with his brother max mm-hmm. and it's a gothic they refer to it as a gothic psychological horror film which I yeah, okay. Uh, it was shot in black and white with, with, a a square, with a nearly square 1.19 to 1 aspect ratio, which is, I'll get into, I'll get into that later when we talk about it. It uh, is relevant. It is super relevant. It stars Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson as two lighthouse keepers who begin to descend into madness when a storm strands them on a remote island where they're stationed. So, That's a great description. Yeah, gets, that's basic. Yeah, that is basically the film but like a whole lot more happens in between. And uh for for this one I like it a lot more as I mentioned cuz it's way more out there. It's way more weird. It rests solely on two actors. And mm. and they get really really good. Pro- Anyone who says Robert Pattinson's not a good actor like needs to have their eyes checked cuz that he's man be the is Batman. Yeah, he's well he's going to be Batman but also um but not a bad. One. Oh bad, man. yeah, like you said he was really good in good time or good Time he's or good time. Really times. good in good time. Good time. Also yeah, he's haven't really checked good out in yet.
1: Cosmopolis. Yeah, hey, that's a that weird too. movie that you've never seen that you should I see. I know.
0: I should see. I've seen, I've seen
1: Cosmopolis twice. It's I've seen
0: weird. most of it, but I it was a, during oh, a okay. movie night and I was really like this uh movie night like years ago and I was really tired and I fell asleep not that it was boring but more cuz I was like super tired and I just never got back to it.
1: So it's on my list of things
0: Yeah, because no, uh, yeah, David Lynch. So it's one of those.
1: Oh, it's David Cronenberg. Oh, Oh,
0: Cronenberg, right?
1: Also, weird director.
0: Yeah, Cronenberg's awesome. I have Videodrome queued up too, (laughs) and uh, he did one in the '70s as well. I think called Shivers, which I really, really want to get to as well. Anyway, Cronenberg. (laughs) I really, really like weird stuff, and I'm gonna do an episode, a podcast episode on too, like just entitled "I Like Weird Stuff." But um, Tim and I recently talked about the, the of And during that we ah, talked about, yeah, we talked about Mandy. We talked about color of space and we talked about mom and dad. Those films are weird. They're they super are, weird. This
1: is like that for sure. The,
0: exactly. This is in that, uh, that, um, that sphere, right? It's a so, Lovecraftian
1: style of film. Yeah. So it sort of,
0: yeah. And sort of gravitates towards that kind of area. And mm-hmm. It just that weird stuff just speaks to me. I, I don't know why. Like, there's this movie right. that nobody that went to right direct to Prime after it debuted at, at uh, it was Can or Sundance or one of those film festivals, and nobody's seen it. And it's got Andrew Garfield in it, and it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Under the Silver Lake. It's a weird movie. I would highly suggest you te- check it out, Tim. But it's one of those things okay. where I bet you most people who watch that movie would hate it and i'm like this movie's really good because it's so weird and i i just like love the absurdity of of uh it going in 800 different directions it's from the guy who did it follows and they just basically gave him a whole bunch of money and said like make whatever you want <laughs> <And> so that <laughs> so under the silver lake is what we got and that, that always goes well yeah right so it's it's barely anybody's and it's got a super low rating i think on rotten tomatoes and like mm-hmm. barely anybody's seen it and um, I really enjoy that movie. I, li- I and so again, like that's the, the whole point of this. is because it's weird. It's out there, and and the performances are just so good. So, it's I that that's the reason why I like this one more.
1: That is very very informative,
0: <laughs> and but yet not surprising. <laughs> not
1: at all. No. Uh, okay, should I should I do my. Typical thing where I go into a really long segue before I explain what, how I feel about this, I think I should. <laughs> well, it's, look, go
0: for it, because like I said, uh, I think I explained to you like um, the soliloquy I got lined up before I go into my favorite Marvel movie when, right, when folks, we eventually get to re- record We're it. locking in ahead.
1: for a classic Kiefler segue. Into- I, it,
0: it's it's a, Kiefler, a Tim Kiefler <laughs> trademark soliloquy. So (laughs) Okay.
1: So uh, I'm going to tell you a story about the Lighthouse before I tell you uh, about my experience with the Lighthouse and how I feel about the Lighthouse. Um, The Lighthouse was up for uh, an Academy Award nomination. Actually, I think it was up for two of them. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, as, As you may or may not know about me, I am... I guess I'm like I'm a bit of a is it a masochist? I like I like to experience pain sometimes when it comes to <laughs> yeah. movies. Like I'll put myself through yes. pain. Yeah. Yeah. You will. I'll watch movies I'll watch movies knowing that they're gonna be critically received well even if I won't personally like them. Like That's fair. I don't think you will do that to yourself. You won't watch all the movies that are up for nomination <laughs> nope. just because they're up for nomination, but I will do that. Don't. I got masochist.
0: burned once with Shape of Water and never again.
1: <laughs> so i'll I, I do that to myself every year i'll be like okay what were the 12 best pictures or what were the best actor and best uh actress noms And i will watch mm-hmm. those movies <clears throat> so uh lighthouse was one of those movies that was up for um best cinematography i think it was best Possibly. picture i don't think it was best movie i think it was best best like nomination like it was best it was best picture or was best director but director something. or
0: something like that but it wasn't best uh, yeah like i don't i don't think it was best best picture
1: like it
0: might so have so been best supporting actor for willem dafoe actually because i could see that uh, he was really really good in it i don't know so i could remember. i could see well, that but
1: go in the comments anyway. figure it out yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. or you could like
0: email me i'll give you the email address at the end of the podcast and you can just shout at me like how we can't be bothered to look at what it was nominated for.
1: <laughs> I just remember that it was for something. And so like, I'll watch this movie. Exactly. So I did. That's the point. So I watched the movie. I bought it. Cause I typically will buy movies. Cause I like to have at least one movie. This is another weird fact about me. I buy movies still. I like to have <laughs> physical movies. Too, and I usually buy one movie a week. And this is something I've been doing for years now. Um, Jesus Tim. Right. Yeah you've, you know, wa- you know, yeah, you've got what? Yeah, you've got
0: what? Have you bought Money Plane, Tim? That's the, that's the question.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. It's not on my radar. That's not where the story's going. The no, it's story not. Is going- but I just
0: had the slip of Money Plane reference in there because it's so awful. Anyway.
1: Okay, so I bought I the movie. I locked myself in. I said I'm going to watch it. <clears throat> I watched it. I watched it at like 12 o'clock at night on a weeknight. Yeah. So- Maybe maybe bad on me to watch it so late at night 'cause or maybe it was eleven, but it was late. Because it's like how invested was I in this movie when I watched it? I was pretty tired. Yeah, and so I that, watched that it makes
0: a difference.
1: And I was like, This movie's fucking weird. Um Yeah, it's cool. It's like it's visually interesting. But it was you have to pay attention to it. This is what I learned the second time around. Yes,
0: you 100% have <laughs> to pay attention to this movie. You cannot...
1: You cannot like be half in no, at any point. No. You have to be invested the entire time.
0: Yep. So and I don't that, think so The Witch is like that. No,
1: it's not. But I was definitely engaged in The Witch immediately and fully. There was never a moment where I lapsed interest. That's whereas fair. With, I'm the complete well, opposite of that, but that's fine. <laughs> whereas with, with this one, I, I did have some lapses in interest. Um... So, whatever I watched it, and I was like, "Yeah, this movie's interesting, it's kind of weird, um, not really my cup of tea like i that was just how I, I walked away from it. I think I said this to you I was like, it was just wasn't my cup of tea, like I didn't walk away from being like, "Wow, this is super weird or super cool or super thematic or mm-hmm. anything and that's that's how I felt about it for like a good year and a half <laughs> 'cause it-, it came out came out like over a year. Ago, I mean, like 2019, 2018, almost, almost two years, ago, almost. Yeah. Almost yeah, two years ago at this point. Yeah. Uh, so that's That's how I felt. And then you watched both. Again, did not put two and two together. That was the same director at the time, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> Although is I couldn't weird... get the
0: director's name right, so you know,
1: this is embarrassing because usually I'm like, oh, yeah, this movie's by this director. I'll watch it. Did not put two and two together. I watched it because because of the fucking award show. Uh, so I watched it. I was like, whatever. And then uh, you said, "Oh, I watched The Witch." I thought it was like, whatever. You didn't. I don't. I don't even remember exactly what you said at the time. But you're like, I, I didn't really care for it, or I didn't. It was like a okay, really yeah. fine one. And then you, and then you watched the Lighthouse. You're like, oh, I really liked the Lighthouse. what did you think? And I was like, yeah, it was okay.
0: I'm like, that's so and- weird. <laughs> like the, <laughs>
1: this, the opinion about like
0: the uh, yeah. We had the same opinion about like the opposite films we're talking about here. It's so, it was so bizarre.
1: So, and then when you said we should do, we should do uh we should do a, a comparison of the two. And I was like, okay, Chris, but like, what, wh- why? Like they're completely different movies. And then I was like, you know what, fine, we'll do it. And then I started, I started rewatching the movies and I read about it and I was like, holy, I like, how did I miss this? How did I miss it? That <laughs> was directed direct... by the same person. Oh, that's how? so funny. That's and there's, so they're funny. both movies about isolationism. And Mm -hmm. there's such strong, similar themes in terms of um, storytelling and what he does to accomplish. And I can see the progression in terms of technique and all that between the one to the next. And, uh, you know, conceptually, I get it now. So I walked into this podcast episode before I when I committed to it, before I watched the movies the second. So I've watched The Witch three or four times now. I've watched Leidos twice. I like the lighthouse a lot better now, but I watched it twice fair <laughs> like significantly more um yeah i I would say it's a good movie and I did not think that the first time,
0: <laughs> yeah that's fair uh
1: i I don't know if I would say it's like a ninety plus i think i think like if I was gonna like i i hate rating fucking movies, but if I was to say like nine out of ten for the witch, I would say this is like similar to but I don't like it quite as much so I, I I personally wouldn't rate it as high but I definitely agree that they're both well done movies and that he is a very talented director and yes. I would say before we go too far down the road and I start having to defend the fucking witch, because I know that's where we're going.
0: That's the, 100% where we're going.
1: <laughs> I will say that I think people should watch both and decide for themselves.
0: Oh, no, I I, that I totally agree with. I'm not going to steer anybody away from the witch, even though I don't like it, uh, because it's well shot, um, and uh, he, Mr. Eggers knows how to do, uh, 100% knows how to do atmosphere really well. Uh, I will say that. And, um, yeah, he's just, he does interesting things. Like I mentioned on the white, uh, on the lighthouse where it was, uh, that aspect ratio, right. The 1.19 to one, and it's done specifically on purpose for a reason. And he, mm-hmm. so he's, he's doing interesting things, uh, with, uh, filmmaking techniques. So Absolutely. I just, he's a brilliant I, so I would, de- I would recommend it just from an artistic perspective, Yeah, even though that's like, what, that's I don't what personally I mean. like it
1: yeah and that's what I mean like I think both of those <clears throat> movies are stellar in terms of their score in terms of yep. their cinematography in mm-hmm. terms of the set production and the costume production yep even the story like I know you don't really care for the 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 script on the witch as much I still feel like the the characters um do a good job of telling the story so um, i I think the performances I can see why you think the performances are stronger. Um
0: well, it's only before. two people, right? And then you have two like pretty powerhouse actors like doing it. Like Willem yeah, Dafoe so is I, a seasoned, he's a veteran character actor. And Robert Pattinson is
1: it like very talented.
0: He's very very talented. Like forget Twilight, like forget what he did in that series. Like he just did that to get his name known in North America so he could get work. Like everything he's done since then should prove like how good of an actor he is, right? Yeah, so he's very talented. Yeah, I, I and it's not so much that the performances. I'm I I I, I have to. I, I, my biggest problem. Okay, I have to say what my biggest problem with the witch. My biggest problem with the witch is that there is not one likable character in this movie. Like so. Oh, I and, agree with that. I so, that's what
1: that's what your opinion is. Okay.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it's there's not one likable character. There's no, I didn't really connect with either one of them. Like I did. So there's no audience surrogate for me. And for me, as a result, like there's no real tension or dread to the film. So like the, the, the mother's terrible. She's a terrible parent. The father's a prideful idiot. The two young siblings are super annoying. So even when the kids die, you're like, I don't care. And like Caleb is attracted to his own sister And Anna Taylor-Joy is the only one who's remotely likable. And even then, she keeps doing dumb shit. It's like she's... So, at the beginning of the movie, she's joking around with her siblings. She's like, oh, don't you know? I'm actually a witch. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's the 1630s. Like, you know people burn women at the stake for this. You know this. So, why are you saying... like? So, when it came time for things to happen and for people to die, I didn't care. And so, like, for me, it has the same problem that a lot of um, late 90s, mid-2000s slasher movies had, where it has a whole bunch of likable characters, and so when they get kill- killed off, you just don't give a shit. There's got to be mm. one. Like, even Friday yeah. the 13th knows you have to have one. Like, I one likable character.
1: I would argue that for the purposes of the story, <clears throat> her being likable actually would actually be detrimental for her character arc and for all the bigger themes of the movie. Yeah.
0: But, but there's gotta be like, there's for me to be. And so like for you. And so like, I heard a lot of people talk and you talk about like how, like this is, this movie is scary. And I, and you're not the only one who thinks this, this movie is scary. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching this. I'm like, well, I just don't give a fuck. So if I don't give a fuck, like I'm not going to, there's no see the horror. Yeah. I'm not going to see the horror in it. Because it, 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 the only way, like not the only way, but the, the the scariest movies I've seen, it's like, what about if I was that in, in that situation or in a similar situation, or um, and, and like even in a period piece where you're like, well, back then they didn't have blah 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 and blah blah blah. I'm like, I just don't care, <laughs> like. I don't care about any of these people. I'm like, you know what? And I I kept, as I was watching this I'm kept thinking I'm like, you know what to make this movie really great is if Jason Voorhees came out of the woods and killed them all. And that maybe then it would make me happy. <laughs> it's like that's, cuz that's it's just man. Like it's just I I know like I see what he is trying to do mm-hmm. but it's just like you, some sympathy somewhere and I just I have none and it's just like yeah like I, even when like I said so like he, he made the kids so annoying that it's like when it comes when they when they're like ri- like rolling around and they're writhing and they're spewing a the blood out of their mouse I'm like yeah I don't care like who cares <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean it's just I mean, like
1: I again again like I Yes, like I said, I'm defending the movie. Uh, the reason <laughs> why, the reason why I think it, I think that the fact that she is annoying and the rest of them are not, likeable, why it actually makes it so much worse is because they are holding up these opinions and ideas and ideals, and for all of their trying, a lot of it comes from a place of fear and terror within their own doctrines and their own ideals, and so they are all awful people, and. It makes it really hard for them to move away from the situation they're in because they're so stubborn and set and terrified and trapped by their things. And there's an argument to be made that they might actually be going <clears throat> mad, and it might not even be real.
0: Yeah, I, I've I I've seen that. that. It's I, not. I I, I, hold I thought that it's a not. lot of, I. Yeah, I thought a lot about that too. But like, even like that makes it <laughs> that makes it even worse because <laughs> it's for just you. like yeah. Like it, that doesn't do anything because it's like, to to me, like they're, they're, they're okay. Like they're stubborn and prideful. It comes across as dumb. Like it comes across as stupidity for one. I know it's the 1630s, so fine. But the other thing is like, um, what was I going to say? Uh, it's, it's like when people start dying, I'm like, good. I hope you die. And I hope it hurts. <laughs> so it's, it's like, good. I hope you die. Because you're you're stupid and you're stubborn and you can't change because you're an idiot. So good, <laughs> and so it's just like and and it's not like and I was hoping maybe for some kind of twist or something like that. Like maybe well, the I whole think the thing. twist
1: comes that she's she never really fits in with her family. She like is literally alienated from her family of outcasts. It's like she's so desperate and disparate from everything that it's like. You're like, this is a completely fucked up situation. And it just keeps like continuing to be worse and worse to the point where she finally like accepts the, the darkness or light. Because so, like it's an interesting like thematic thing where it's like technically she's moving towards the light. Like more morality aside. Ever? morality aside, I mean in terms of the light of the of uh like transcending versus descending, she's going up and towards something bigger than herself whereas <clears throat> pattinson's character goes down and into the dark like he 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 commits despicable apps whereas she uh tom thomason is trying to get out get out of a despicable situation and
0: right? yet he's a hundred times more likable than she is <laughs> like because yeah i it's it's just it's one of those yeah like i mean and like, I saw the ending coming just like from, a, am like, okay, so she's going to go, go become a witch at the end of this movie. Right? Like, this is where mm-hmm. this is going. And that's, that's where it went. I'm like, okay, I, I wrote down and this might be a little harsh, but I'm going to say it cause it's fun. this movie can be summed up with nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Anna Taylor joy trades one cult for another. The end. <laughs> that's a little bit harsh. That's not, that's not what happens in the movie. I just, throw it out there because i like to be cheeky yeah and i mean like but, I, would, I would make yeah. the
1: argument of like <clears throat> the lighthouse is so the reason why i didn't like it the first pass mm-hmm. is i felt like it was literally just a there's a term for it in the movies but i don't for the life of me can't remember but it's like it's i'll just look i'll equate to like a bottle episode because i think that's hilarious um, <laughs> there you go yeah bottle episode yeah Sure. It's it, it's similar to that in the sense that it's 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 a one man versus another and they have completely different ideological standpoints. So mm-hmm. they're gonna have it out and and um it's gonna end with one triumphing over the other, right? So like to use your argument about like you saw it coming a my way, that's how I read this movie too. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be two guys who have completely different ideological standpoints, and then one of them is gonna triumph over the other. And I didn't even necessarily care who it was because yeah, but the beauty is both of them die. <laughs> yeah, I just I guess my, my point is like both films use typical storytelling narratives to tell Yes, their Just
0: because something's predictable doesn't mean it's bad. I totally know that.
1: Yeah, that's where I was going with it. So yeah, it's yeah. like No,
0: I, I totally agree with you. I just like again, it's it's like I'm watching The Witch and it's like it's nine it, it it's ninety minutes, it's about ninety minutes long, and it felt mm-hmm. like twice that. I'm like, I kept looking at my watch. I'm like, when this is over, it's it's like, it's, it's not so much like this is so boring. It was more like, I would rather be watching something else. And it's just, yeah, I watched both these films for, for, for reference. I watched both these films over my Christmas break because I watched like, I don't know, something stupid, like 36 or 37 movies. And, um, it was memorable at least because I remember enough to know that I didn't like it, but, um, it's not like I didn't watch it late at night or so it wasn't sleepy or anything. In fact, I think I watched the lighthouse at like midnight or one in the morning. I started it and I watched all the way through. I'm like, fuck, I love this movie. It's so good. Yeah, and which I'm like, I can't Tuesday believe night. the same guy directed both of them, which is, which is so funny. But the, the witch, I'm like, I heard lots of good stuff about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm excited for this because I love atmospheric horror and I'm just watching this. I'm like, can, can like, am I going to give a shit about anything that's happening?
1: Here? <laughs> I mean, like the other thing I would argue too, is it is so atmospheric <laughs> that it actually feels like you're experiencing like a Puritan movie. Yeah, like, no, he's, he, if,
0: he got that, he got that down really well. Yeah. If no, you were, uh, if, you like, feel the isolation. You feel the, they're in the middle of nowhere. Nobody's coming to save them. You feel their lifestyle.
1: Them. Like they have fucking yeah. nothing going on.
0: Yep. Like yeah, they, 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 they're barely hanging on and you can tell it from how it's shot. For sure, they seem like they're in the middle. I don't know where they shot it, like uh, presumably someplace in New England, but they they look like they're in the middle. They look like they're in the middle of nowhere. They look they look like they're Puritans. They look like
1: they have nothing.
0: They have nothing. They look like they're about to starve to death. You know, so yeah, like I'm I'm not saying he didn't get that part right. It was it was fine. It's just I just wasn't into anything that was going on. I, I think that's the hard about part anything. too,
1: right? Is like, if you're not invested in the subject matter, yep. it's it's really hard to be drawn into a movie, no matter what the subject is or what the storytelling is. And that's mm-hmm. why I made the argument about The, about the Lighthouse. Because like the first pass, I was <clears> not paying attention
0: yep. properly. Yeah, sure. And, and like, it, it
1: sh- yeah, it just shows a lot about his, his directorial style, right? Like, this is. is not, it's not one of those, uh. It's weird to say because I don't agree with this, but it's, it's not one of those types of movie series or uh, styles, even though he's only done two movies, so it's hard to even say attribute a style to him. But from what we've seen so far, it seems like his style requires a little bit more of an investment. You need to prepare yes. yourself in terms of what you're going to be putting putting into. So like, ironically, Chris and I have very different tastes. So we yeah, are both funny. invested in different movies. Yep. Right? Yeah. Weird how that happens.
0: And it, it, like I said, I mean, like, I don't, I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of things I liked about it, but like the experience of watching it, it's just like, I'm just, I am not, I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm like, when's something going to happen? <laughs> like, and that's that's
1: how I felt about The Lighthouse. I was which like, is, this which movie is, is funny. so, dr- so It's dry. so dry
0: and like. It's, and it's not like I don't have patience for dry movies. Sus, like Suspiria is two hours and 36 minutes long and it feels shorter than this movie because mm-hmm. I'm enthralled the whole time I'm watching that. And there's there's parts where you're just like where um, characters are just sitting reading a book or you're like outside an office while they're having a conversation. You know what I mean? Like there's a whole bunch, whole bunch of screen time in Suspiria where you could make a case that like nothing's happening and I adore that movie, but this one, for whatever reason, I'm sitting through this. And I'm like, are, "Are we going somewhere interesting?" And you get to the end, I'm like, ah, "Apparently not." And like this, is just how it sat with me. And and can we stop using goats as symbols of evil, please? Like, I know it's religious imagery, but like, I think it's on the nose. And I
1: think that's I think that's why it works. Personally,
0: which, I it, it a goat is in almost every Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and I'm goaded <laughs> out. it's like anytime that they're in the dream world or whatever up pops this random goat that Freddy Krueger puts in, in in somebody's path to like freak them out. I'm Mm -hmm. like, can we stop with goats? (laughs) I get, I get why I get why it's part of
1: the folklore too, right? So like, I I, wanted to talk about that part, but
0: yeah, I know I I'm, I'm saying I get why they did it, but I'm (laughs) goaded out. And it's because maybe it's because I, I have seen like a tremendous amount of horror films and that's probably sure. why I'm like the a number of the tropes that he he uses Jesus. in this it's just like I'm I'm over it <laughs> cuz I've seen like
1: yeah, I've seen it done 800 times before we could we could probably do an episode <laughs> about um the not themes uh symbology and commonly used like devices in horror movies I bet yep. you you'd find that there's a lot of stuff that carries over from one to the next and oh totally Right, so it's like action flicks. Like there's some stuff where you're like, "Really? Why would you do that?" Like this. Yeah, mercenist- like that.
0: Uh, like yeah, we talked about this before, where the um, the Pollies. bus flipping over in slow motion in the middle of a highway or whatever, the truck or whatever. You know, a big vehicle gets hit a certain way and flips over, and like the and they do like a they they cut three or three or four different angles and it's all in slow motion. That tro- no matter how that that needs Sorry. to be fired into the sun, right? And it's the same thing with the whole goat thing. This trope needs to be fired into the sun because it's been done st- way too much.
1: So, like, no matter how good of a film <laughs> it is, or how well thought out it is, or how interesting it is, if you use stuff, and this is maybe again going back to personal experience, yep. for you, it's really hard to be invested in something, um, if you've seen it a bunch of times before. Yeah, which yep. I I can appreciate. Um, I was not worried about those things. What was what I was interested in was was the themes was the script was the score was the um, a lot of that stuff is good right so like should we just start doing those things like should we start comparing stuff (laughs) we
0: can yeah i was just gonna say like uh go yeah like for uh, a child horror movie watch the hole in the ground instead (laughs) i'm just kidding watch this but then watch the hole in the ground because the hole in the ground is great i love the hole in the ground really really good (laughs) Also well no wait, hold on. There's a reason why I bring that up because A Hole in the Ground is also an A twenty four movie and we could do what we should do is a podcast in A twenty four because they are like the horror kings at this point, man. Them and, they do and awesome Blum, stuff. And them and Blumhouse are like they're the horror kings.
1: Yeah. I was saying yeah. this earlier, so for you folks at home listening in, I was <laughs> sharing an article with Chris talking about A twenty four movies and of like there's like eighteen or nineteen of them that are <coughs> pretty good. Um Ten of them I've seen, and they're all. According to the article, I don't know. I can't remember who wrote it. Uh, those are the ten best ones. So,
0: yeah, and it's it's you, funny too that the 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 top two are like are the Witch and like. Hereditary, and I don't like either one of them. <laughs> Hereditary is okay, but I love yeah, Hereditary. I, I think yeah, it's very scary. I i my my problem. I, I've talked about this Mike, so I'm not going to super rehash it. But my problem with Hereditary is that it's serious, 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 serious. It's goes off the, the fucking end. rails at the end. It's it gets just like very goofy at the very end. Yeah. And it just, but it's it,
1: scary, goofy for me. Again, going back to why this yeah, is really scary, but it wasn't
0: for me. I'm like, okay, well, like this fucking came out of left field for no reason. Like, what are they doing?
1: Yeah. I don't know. And it's I just thought Met me was way was more even the first time.
0: Yeah. Midsummer was, like, unsettling, terrifying. That so.
1: movie's fucking unsettling. I, I know, watched, right?
0: And that's why it's so great.
1: <laughs> I, I watched Mystique, and she's like, this isn't scary. And I'm like, this is so disturbing.
0: Yeah, because you're watching it. You The, the great thing, and again, I won't rehash this too much, but, like, the great thing about it is that they show you what's going to happen, and then it happens.
1: It and so it's like fucking And there's disturbing.
0: nothing they can do about it. And it's like, yes. The whole
1: movie, there's just constantly, like, just
0: dread that's like over somebody's shoulder just waiting there and that's yeah that's why it's so great freaking love Ari Aster man I can't wait to see what he makes next but then I was going to mention Ari Aster in terms of like you can't really uh you couldn't you couldn't really say that this director has a style I'm you could say Ari Aster has a style even though even though he's only ever made two films I think they
1: both do I was just being, being funny I know I know I think they both do
0: Okay. But, uh, now that we, I know we,
1: that it's the same director definitely see the comic Yes, c-
0: you get all 100%. <laughs> so like yeah. the really really cool thing um so the the, the aspect ratio thing I want to talk about that for a second. The 1.19 to 1. It's almost like at at first I thought it was 4:3 and I'm like movies like and TV sh- like any anything that come that is on my TV now needs to not be 4:3 cuz I hate like ha- there's a whole um, area of my television that's not being used and it feels inefficient to me, like the, the the logical, efficient version of my brain is like, this is an inefficient use of my television. But uh, in this case, and uh, I'll talk about Red Letter Media again because, goodness, yeah, goodness forbid that I go um, one podcast episode without time with those guys, but they made it's a the really thing, good man. point. Yeah, I know. They made a really good point about the aspect ratio. It makes it feel more claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Damn, that's a really good point and it's true. Like so it's a very specific choice for the film and it makes it feel almost like a documentary rather than a movie because if you had like a really old camera that you were shooting it on, it'd be in black and white and in that kind of aspect ratio so it was like Which
1: makes sense when you watch the movie again yeah. you're like okay this is like really cool. and again go back to my first experience with the film. <clears throat> I was not invested in it. And I was like, this is like, am I watching a boring movie? And like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fair. And that's how I felt. So please do yourself a favor. If you're watching this, make the time to watch the movie. Don't, don't be like, this is going to be a popcorn flick where I'm just going to put it on. Oh, and- no,
0: Yeah. Both films. You should sit down and like make time to be invested Probably don't watch them. Well, unless you got a lot of time to sit down and digest them, probably don't watch, watch them back, the back, to back to back. I, I wouldn't that. either.
1: I did that the second time around. And watched them back to back, and I was like, eh, I shouldn't have done that. But nope. it, it was, it was good. <laughs> it was, it was good to see the similarities. Um, yeah, it's funny, like the aspect ratio thing. I was gonna comment on that too. I think it, it's, it's, it's intentional, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. Um, It's one of those things where, like, when you start getting into, like, art house stuff, I think it's harder for people to be accessible to it. Yes. And so I'm of two minds here. In terms of what the movie is doing and what the movie is about, it it makes sense conceptually. But if you want people to watch the movie, I think (laughs) people are going to have a hard time watching the movie.
0: Yeah. Including. It's like having subtitles in a film. It's it's there's a certain portion of the population that's gonna be out right off the bat. And it's the same thing with aspect ratio. If you don't have a movie in sixteen nine, like gonna say
1: this is old. Why are we the, watching this?
0: Yeah, it's old or when you have them and not only that, but it's got two things. It's sixty it's like a different aspect. It's not sixteen nine and it's in black and white. So you have two things that are going to push away people right off the bat. Which is why I agree with you that um the witch is far more accessible than this one.
1: Yeah. Also, uh, wait, are we doing comparisons? Because I have other. Yeah, thoughts. I mean, we're doing okay. whatever. <laughs>
0: do
1: whatever. Um, <clears throat> the witch is more contemporary in terms of the themes that it plays off of. So what I mean by that is, um, it talks about gender di- dynamics, mm-hmm. and it brings oh. it to the forefront in a much more significant way um we've seen these kinds of solo isolation films from a masculine perspective before it's like there's tons of survival films uh i was gonna list i was gonna list a few because i want to just really drive the point home
0: mike and i did just for mike and i did an episode on isolation films just 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 saying
1: (laughs) uh mads Mads Mikkelsen did arctic which is an excellent 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 isolation film.
0: Is that on net? Is that is that the one on Netflix?
1: Uh, it could be. I don't know. I bought it. I think I so, think it might be on you know, Netflix. I'm old. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, there's like movies like Only the Brave, which is about volunteer firefighters. That's from like a few years ago.
0: Yeah, I remember one, you reviewing that one.
1: It's a really great. I I still obviously still think of highly of it, even, mm-hmm. even a few years later. Um, the Edge with Anthony Hopkins from the 90s.
0: Oh yeah, uh,
1: the Gray. Liam Neeson, The Wave, which is, um, I think it's Swedish. It's a, uh, it's. Do we call them foreign films anymore? I, I, I still think of it that way, but that's not what they call them now. They changed mm, that recently.
0: They, yeah, isn't didn't the category change? Yeah, it international. Maybe. Inter, it's yeah.
1: an international film because foreign uh,
0: brings up it's like this is foreign to me and I don't like it. Yeah, it's and international is like from a different country. I could see why they'd make that change. So
1: it's it's about a, it's about a, uh, it's about a <clears throat> seismologist who is moving to another part of the country. I think again it's in Sweden or Iceland or somewhere. Um and they have a they have a, a tremor and so it causes a a water um like a, basically like a flood like a but it like le- levels the whole island. Interesting. Um, and then there's one twenty seven hours. Uh um, yes. you know if you if you want a more up-to-date shark movie. There's The Shallows, which I reviewed pr- recently. Yes. Um, Deepwater Horizon, which is about o- an oil rig that yeah. is going under. So the, like, the,
0: the greatest isolation movie of all time, The Thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So there's 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 tons of great examples of it, and most of the time they are it's men, yeah. male centric. The only one in there is The Shallows. The yeah, that's that uh, um, Blake Lively.
0: Yeah, there you go. I couldn't think of her name. But yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, yeah, she's married to Ryan Reynolds.
1: That's right. Yep. R- Ryan Reynolds is married to her. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. Yeah,
0: there you go. Ryan Reynolds married her. She was on, uh, was it Gossip Girl, I think, for a while? Yep. yep. Yeah, there you go. She's,
1: yeah, she's pretty uh, good. So just going back to what I was making the point about that, I think in terms of the timeliness, um, that one's a lot more timely and it gives you. Uh, even though Chris doesn't think that she's a someone to root for, it gives yeah, you a protagonist is a prote a female protagonist who um does something for herself at the end. Like she survives a terrible situation and comes out better. Mm,
0: trades a cult one cult for another. <laughs> I mean, like that's, better that's in the sense of
1: it. like she seems happier.
0: <clears throat> I guess. Like I didn't get that from it. I did. Um, so I again I appreciate what he was trying and this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying I appreciate what he was trying to do cuz he's telling a coming of age story 1630s New England in the middle of nowhere with a like a really like a puritan very strict like extremist christian family and yeah. so she is like she grow- part, like yeah she like she's growing up and she's learning things and she's discovering that her parents are not awesome people which I can, which is funny because I can identify Wait. with that a little bit, yeah. But I still didn't give a shit. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I just didn't find the way she was written all that likable. And it's like so, like that. I don't know. That's because she's just,
1: a teenager. I just, I chalk it up to that. Like she's. I like, don't know.
0: I don't even think that's that's it. I just think it was the way she. It, for for me, the way it was written, she just didn't come across as sympathetic. I don't know why. I can't also, quite put my finger on it. I really. Also, and it's not the actor either, because I really like Anna Taylor Joy. She was really, really good in um, Queen's Gambit. She's phenomenal in Queen's Gambit.
1: I mean, that's like f- a few years later. She's well,
0: yes, matured. that's that's this, uh, this past year. Like, um, I want to say it was in was it tw- it was either twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. Doesn't matter, but she yeah. was absolute. I love. I like. I saw Queen's Gambit. I'm like, I'm gonna look for her in future stuff because she was amazing in that. You watching New Mutants now? No. <laughs> no, I will not. Um, I've seen enough reviews of the New Mutants that oh. I know that I will never, I will not that touch that. That was, that was more football. of a joke for me. I me know, laugh. I know. But yeah, for for whatever reason, I just didn't connect to her, and I, I'm I'm not sure. I can't quite. You, know, you put haven't my made finger that clear yet. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I keep repeating myself, but I, I can't quite. Just I just, the point is, I just I can't quite put my finger, and I think it was the way she was written.
1: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but. Uh, your that overall,
0: aside. yeah, you like your overall point is, is, is correct. Like what they're trying to do is, and this is why I would recommend it to anybody because what they're trying to do is interesting and different. And, and, um, you know, the concept is, is great.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I think it sticks the landing. You don't, it, obviously. So that's no. Okay. I I will yeah. be the advocate for the film, and that's, that's okay. that's
0: fine. Like again, I'll re- I will recommend I will advocate for this too because it's it's different, and people should see it because but mm-hmm. I think it's probably. I think it's still probably a little underseen, but uh, yeah, like you get to the end, I'm like, I don't think she's any better better off now. So again, you know, well, she's in the woods
1: and she's naked. So uh, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> But she's a witch, maybe. So spoiler maybe she alert, po- by the way. Yeah, she's a witch now. Maybe she has powers. Maybe, maybe. I, I,
1: think so.
0: I yeah, I don't know. Like, but yeah, but like, but yeah, like I I totally agree with you. Like, what they're—it's also yeah.
1: super tragic. Like, she has like to she has a negative identity association. Mm-hmm. Her family, her family, her family is trying to get rid of her.
0: Her family is just the, the shits. Her family is like the
1: fucking worst. <laughs> and um. She's her little siblings uh are cruel towards her, mm-hmm. and her one brother who she gets along with is Gail. going through puberty and is having these awful like they don't they don't go a lot into it, but like I can get this like going through male hormones and puberty like your fucking hormones are race racing and again. Puritan Christian ideals state like you can't do things like masturbate, you can't have unpure thoughts. So, like, yeah. this kid is having unpure thoughts and about then his dies. Sister.
0: <laughs> about his sister.
1: Well, like, and Ew. he's in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> I guess. I mean, if we're going to talk about this, like, from a biology perspective and stuff, like, it's like, it's fascinating as a, as, a, as a character study because, like, the kid... He's he's more Puritan than she is.
0: Yeah, they don't really do all that much with it, like you said though. Like it just No, it, they don't. They, they kinda, yeah, it's like a they, fleeting they, thought. Yeah, it's a fleeting thought and then they just kinda go nowhere with it. Which is I don't know. I don't know if I d I don't know if that's disappointing or I'm gracious that they didn't do anything. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> I I again for someone who's who comes from that background, I I appreciated the attention to detail. And that's something I want to drive home to here is that Eggers is excellent at context. Yes. He does an excellent job with, with that in both films, you definitely get a sense of the time and a uh, place. And even if the, like Chris said this, you don't always agree with the dialogue um, in, in either of the two films, you could still feel like they're in that, that sense of time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, You won't get taken out of it by thinking that like uh, a Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones, this is not, (laughs) let's just say
1: 100%. Yes,
0: they, they, they nail what it's, and we, we've talked about this earlier. They nail what, I mean, I don't know personally what 1630s like New England was like, but it seems like they got it right. Yeah, like you feel like it's almost like the and and both mov- both films are are like this. The environment that they're in is is like a char- like a character in the film.
1: Yeah, I oh, absolutely. I, that is very true.
0: So I well, well, yeah, like I have a lot of it's it's funny. Like it seems like I hate this movie. I I, I, I like I hate the witch. I don't. No, we we
1: know we we yeah, love that you are so critical.
0: Yeah, I just I it didn't it didn't stick for me. But like I there's a lot to like here. Like in terms mm-hmm. of, of uh, like you said, score, like costumes, atmosphere, direction, like everything.
1: Yeah. yeah like so what I was gonna, I was gonna stuff. add. So for the positives to the lighthouse, <laughs> I think that it does have better performances. Uh, he had obviously a list actors. Like both those guys are a list actors. Yeah,
0: they're top of their game.
1: And and it is funnier. He on his second outing does a better job of injecting different tones. The film has a lot more balance or like levels of balance.
0: And human and, and as a result, humanity. Like more there's humanity. a lot more, yeah. Characterization. In his defense, like since there's only two characters, you can really zone Go in and concentrate it. on them. So yeah. yeah, I mean that 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 could have something to do with it, but yes, like I, I would agree I, with that. I mean
1: the second time around made me laugh a lot more mm-hmm. like Defoe. Like he even makes a joke not a joke. Well, it is a joke, but they even make commentary about it, how um, Thomas Wake, the, uh, the light keeper, he, like, farts constantly throughout yes, the Yes, and movie, he always stinks, yeah. And it, like, pisses the guy off. It pits the What is it called? A wicker or a witchy or something? Or a wiki? wiki. Something. Wiki. wiki. It yeah. pisses him off. And, like, rightly so. Yes. Like, it's so rude. And yes. then, at one point, he goes off on this big rant about how gross he is yes and (laughs) that's so great and it's funny like i laughed again Mm -hmm. first time didn't pick that up as much but the second time you see how he's such a dick to the guy i mean like his character aside and all of his character flaws aside on both counts Mm -hmm. the the younger guy yes you could see how that would get under his skin
0: Yes, like, like he, all that behavior, like drives, like the plot forward in, in in terms of like his descent into madness. Like it, 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 you know, sort of kicks it off a little bit. And he's, I find it awesome how the film starts with Robert Pattinson's character like refusing to like, I'm not going to drink anything. Like, I'm not going to drink any booze. And then by the end they're they're drinking turpentine. <laughs> it's
1: like with honey in it.
0: With honey in it, yep. <laughs> and it's just like just to get drunk. And it's like that what? right there, right? Like starting from like he's here, like have a bit of have a bit of moonshine or whatever. And he's like, he puts mm-hmm. his hand over the glass. And then Willem Defoe eventually insists enough when they're having meals together that um, he gets them to relent. And then by the end of the movie, like I said, they're drinking t- time with honey. They're
1: like, they're dancing with each other and hugging and then having fist fights. Like, it's just.
0: And there's like that homoerotic scene, too, where they om- it's almost seemed like they were going to kiss. Yeah. Because again, right? Like, they're two men. They're, they've been alone for who knows. Yeah. A- isolated together for who knows how long, right? And so, like, you hear about stuff like that happening, especially when they're drunk. Yeah. But, like, I. That. That. Murm- the mermaid sex scene is amazingly weird. I have that in my notes. It's so weird, and I love it. <laughs> it's so bizarre.
1: And again, okay, so between the two films, you <clears throat> like you wonder: is it is it real? Is he imagining this stuff? And at the end Pretty of Pretty sure, the mermaid
0: was an imagination. But
1: <laughs> well, it's it's tough because like it it goes into the bizarre, and it goes into it hard.
0: Yes, it does. So,
1: so like, part of me wants to think that it's a supernatural flick, and it's just, you know, it it's a folk tale. So like, why not? Why can't it be a supernatural story? Why does it have to be one hundred percent in his mind?
0: Do, do you know what's funny? I did not get that at all. I did. I did. I don't get supernatural from this movie in any way. I think the mermaid is all in his mind. And he sees it because there's that mermaid figure that he he masturbates to uh, yeah, earlier I mean, in the like, film. And the whole illusions. thing about Willem Dafoe going up to the lighthouse and like basically looking at gets having, naked. yeah, gets naked in front of the light. It's just going insane. There's like, there's absolutely no supernatural uh, like element to it at all. It just, there's yeah. a couple of guys. They're on this Island for who knows how long. And one of the things that I really like about it too, is they play with their sense of time like much like colorado space does where you don't know how much time has actually passed. They do that really really well in this film too. You have yeah. no idea if they've been there for like 6 weeks or 6 months. You you don't know and yeah. the movie plays with that a lot too. Yeah, and, and so, there's the
1: monotony of what they're doing. Like there's yes, so much monotony. There's like
0: repetitive yeah, exactly, repetition monotony and this is like he anybody off in that the
1: ladder At one point, no, sorry, it's it's a swing because he's painting the lighthouse, right? That's right. Yeah. So there's there's lots of things there. Again, going back to again, that's where these movies I think are complementary. Yes, uh, I would agree with um, where you see things. You're like, well, is this in his mind or is it real? And then there's like there's obvious indications like he's hurt himself or he's succumbing to boredom. Um, So like, I lean more to the side like you, where it's like it's probably in his mind. But it's it's but a it's surrealistic so it's a surrealist experiment, so there's gonna be some elements of it that you're like okay, this is like surreal. But I I like the idea of thinking of it as like it could have been it could have been that it just went fucking like trippy and that's actually what happened. Like and I guess. the other guy was like full of shit, because like <clears throat> Ephraim, who we find out later is actually not Ephraim, it was his boss that he just let die. Yes. Uh,
0: Which is a great like, the, the, I also have this in my notes. Like both characters have many layers to them. And like like you said, you find out he's not even really who he says he is. Mm-hmm. And even like Willem Defoe's character he goes along about how he has this like rich sailing tradition history and then he finds the logbook later and he's just like completely full of shit. <laughs> and I'm like, so they're both lying. So it's one of those you know, it's it's like there's the character that they present to each other and then by the end of the film, they get to the real person underneath. And that's mm-hmm. so cool. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, so uh, you said they're likable. Well, I think they're both like complete dirtbags. To they're totally honest.
0: dirtbags but like, uh, there's there's parts of the movie where like you said, so like uh, Willem Dafoe's character is just, you know, he's farting all the time. He's gross. And it really gets under the other guy's skin. And mm-hmm. so you can, you, so like yeah, I can see like if I was Robert Pattinson's character in this particular situation, I'd be like, I would react the same way. But then there's things that Robert Pattinson does where it's like, man, if I was like the guy who like, cause he's essentially the boss there and he's been there a while. it's like, if I was running this place and this guy did that, like, yeah, I would totally give him shit. So I find it's more like, not that they're likable but identifiable like you can identify they're more with
1: humanized them. right like yeah you
0: so you can put yourself in their place a little bit more and mm-hmm. so like they both at different times become audience surrogates because you're it's like oh man like i can't believe like um but you would do that why, or say yeah, that. why would you do or say that like you know it's gonna mm-hmm. piss the other guy off like it's, it's so stupid and then the other the other guy does something it's like man like you're being lazy like go do what you're, go do your job, go do what you're supposed to do. But it's, yeah, yeah, it's exactly like I can just identify with them more, I guess.
1: Yeah. It is more intricate in terms of its characterizations and callbacks. And so it demands a little bit more attention. (coughs) We've already talked about that. So Mm -hmm. it gets kudos for that, right? It's a movie that I imagine you could probably watch that. Five times, and every time you're going to see something a little bit different out of it.
0: That's right. Which is, yeah, it's it's a really good thing about it. Um, I also note too, and I've seen this in a number of places. There are a lot of like references to like uh, Prometheus, the Greek tragedy in this movie, Mm -hmm. and it's something that see. This is for me. It's this is the hallmark of a good movie. So I watch this movie and I pick up on things, but I don't quite know what they are, and then I want to go find out about it. So then I go Google like, it oh. and I'm like, I'm like, oh, like it's Prometheus. Oh, okay, I knew I'd like recognize some symbology or like whatever there. And then I read more into it. So this, this to me, like a movie that makes me after I'm done go read about it is that's something that uh, is like fairly rare for me. I don't do it a ton, and usually it's a historic movie where I'm like, did that really happen? Or like a, a historic retelling like Inglorious Bastards or um, right. uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like something like that. It's rare that a fictional movie will have me going and Googling a whole bunch of like, well, what's the symbology thing? Like, what's this? What's that? And mm-hmm. this is one of the movies that did, did that for me. And coincidentally, it's why I love Mandy so much because I did the same thing with that film, too. I just like I had to go Google a whole bunch of things about it. And I'm like, Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And so you're looking for all that extra stuff because it's like stirring a whole bunch of ideas in your head and the witch it's, did it's not faci- do that. It's a
1: fascinating idea like to take, I mean, like I've I've said <clears throat> this before, but like when you can have a film that has layers to it and then you can take stuff out of it and enjoy different things from it every time, or you can go back and it rewards pre- repeated viewings, which we've talked about. Yes. Um, I personally enjoy that too. And so that's why I'm glad that I watched it again, because I kind of thought that if I watched it once and I didn't like it, like it's probably more a sign of where I was at than the film. Mm -hmm. I typically like, like you don't necessarily like all the stuff I like, but stuff that you like, I typically like. So
0: yeah. And same, like there's, we don't often like, it's usually with uh, the witch or Captain America civil war or, you know, it's, it's one, it's one offs here and there.
1: Yeah, it's just it's not everything, but for the most part, we have similar tastes. So yeah, yeah. Um, so I went back and watched it again, and I I liked it better the second time. I think it's also like I said, it's 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 funnier. Um, I like that. I like the visuals in it. I don't think they're stronger, but I think that they are definitely more interesting. Mm-hmm. I think they both have different visuals are both very... They suit the film. So I don't know if I agree with that sentiment. Like, Screen Rant was saying, oh, the lighthouse has more unique visuals. I guess it does, but I don't know <laughs> if it's stronger. Yeah, no, that's fair. And that's my taste, right? Yeah, so- yeah no, that's fair.
0: Yeah, I I love the, like, towards the end of the film where they have the confrontation and, like, the, the super bright light shining from the lighthouse, like, a lot of those shots are, like, are very gorgeous and very... Unique is a really good word for it, actually.
1: <laughs> That's it reminds me of word. art house movies. Like it's not it like something I haven't seen before. That's all I am getting at. So Yeah, no, it's, for sure. It's not mainstream by any stretch, but I, I don't no. think it's unique.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of those like, yeah, I just it totally captured like this flew by for me and um it totally like I was in it the like I was enthralled like the whole way through. Because I'm, -hmm. I'm, I want to see like what happens. What's this all about? What, what's happening? And like, what happens at the end? And it's got such a dour ending, and I really love it. (laughs) They both end up dead. Robert, Robert Pattinson at the end is is sort of barely alive, and the seagulls are just picking at his eyes.
1: As because this, yeah,
0: and so like the whole, which is the Promethean thing too. Yeah, the Promethean, but there's this. um, line of dialogue earlier where uh um Willem Dafoe says um that he believes that the gulls are, are reincarnated dead sailors or whatever and if you basic and so like there's a, a whole theme all the way through it's like if you piss the gulls off like they'll get their revenge basically and then I mean, so he just being, straight
1: up murders one
0: yes he did he straight up murders so he treats him like he's kicking him around and everything and he did straight up murder one and he's like and wonderful folks like oh you done it basically the the this movie's equivalent of you you done fucked up man you done it now <laughs> it's like that's t- and Robert Penns will be like you know nah. just nah you're just full of crap and then it, yeah it's like that scene at the end where there's like picking his guts in his eyes it's like it's great it's so great
1: yeah uh so the body horror i was going to add that too you already <laughs> kind of touched on it but i think the body horror is definitely more uh elaborate and out there and intense (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um yeah
0: which is what you'd expect from like yeah which is what you kind of expect from like a first-time director going to a second film he kind of ups the ante a little bit or he takes things from the first one maybe some lessons learned and and applies it to the second one yeah not that not that i'm saying that the witch is lesser because of that i'm just saying that that's typically what happens. I, I would say the same thing about Ari Aster's, like uh, about like uh, hereditary. Mid-summer, midsummer, man. Midsummer, like the- yeah. He just takes like he's just, like <sighs> he takes the the, the unsettling um, parts of hereditary and he just hereditary and he just like amps it up, ups them, and he just like has it constantly there the whole time. He's like, I'm gonna do something like that, and it's just like
1: like even at the first few scenes with the sister and the yes, the yep. carbon monoxide poison. I was like, yes. that is.
0: And brutal. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to tell the audience right off the bat that I am not fucking around. <laughs> 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 I am not fucking around with this movie. And it's like, wow. Yeah. But yeah, Mike and I said on the on the podcast we did about that one. Where it's like we both kind of looked at each other and it's just like just to kind of exchange a little look of like, oh damn. <laughs> he 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 is not fucking around here. He's just getting right to it. It's like, holy shit. Yep. And it's just like that. The whole thing just never lets up, right? So he just took the stuff that mm. he uh, took some things that he learned probably from making Hereditary and just he applied it to a second one. Yeah. And like the good things that he, you know, the things, the the, the really good things he did in that too, same thing, right? He's kind of ported them over. Upped it. For more, yeah. And just upped it a little bit.
1: So. So, or did um, it in a different way. But yeah. So uh, we talked about... I mean, or I did rather. I talked about why I think that the witch is scarier um, because I think it's tied closer to his personal anxieties about New England, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, Living there, growing up with that. Again, centuries of witch folklore. Um, And so I can relate to that personally. Also, it ties itself into like Western psyche. So someone smarter than I said that on screen rants, but (laughs) I think that's a good way of saying it. It's it is definitely part of our Western psyche, like with witches. Well, yeah, because I mean, and demons it's about, and all that shit, right? It's,
0: yeah, it's, and it's Puritan colonialization too, right? So, yeah, I mean, the, the Puritans came to North America and like they were they were in the middle of the wilderness with no civilization, um, whereas a lot, whereas like Europe and stuff like that, they go back thousands and thousands of years further than that, where they have like. You know of a much richer history where this is just like okay, they came in the 1600s and there was nothing here, <laughs> like well, not nothing, but you know what I before. mean. Right?
1: We talked about this on like themes in horror over the yes. century. Um, and so Bigfoot and the Yeti and um, you know, survival films, all those things are big in North America because that is a theme of horror for us
0: here. Yes, yeah, they're like urban legends are like, you know, um, bigger here. Yeah. Like the supernatural tales, but like, like legends that just grew in North America, because again, right. The whole Roanoke thing, right. Where, uh, there was a town settled and then all of a sudden everybody was gone. Out. Yeah. Like it was completely wiped out and like, nobody knew why. Right. There's a whole yeah. ton of legends about that. And it's I mean, very like, specific to North America.
1: We, t- we touched upon, uh, one of your shows, um, Supernatural, I feel like we did it on a crosstalk like years ago, but I know yeah. you did this when you were talking about shows that overextended themselves. Yes. Um, but supernatural, like that show, it, it goes whole into wholeheartedly into uh, folklore and urban legends and stuff. And like. They do a so, whole
0: episode on one doc for Christ's sake. Yeah. or When, when decays or however you pronounce them. You yeah. Know Cause I mean? watched, like, that's I like, watched a, like
1: a first season or two of the show. And I remember yeah. that. Um, And it's like,
0: that's an indigenous, like, legend, local folk legend, for Christ's sake. So, you know.
1: So I think that's part of the reason also why I think (laughs) it's scarier is I I relate to that piece in a big way. And, like, the woodland stuff, like, 100%. I'm like, yeah, that's scary stuff. The woods are scary. There is, like, we as humans, we think that we've, like, conquered nature. We have not conquered nature. (laughs) Nature can still kick our ass.
0: Well, yeah, and it goes to that, uh, the whole, this is talked about often to the point I'm about to make, is talked often to on the atheist shows that I watch. It's just like, we have evolved to um, sort of fear the unknown, right? So like the people who survived, like our ancestors who survived were the ones who, hey, that looks like a saber, like that looks like a, a big ti- like a big tiger or whatever, like it was that saber-tooth tiger, but you know so what I'm I mean? Like a big that. animal that could kill me, Looks like it's in this bush ready to pounce. The ones that said, I'm not afraid, fuck this, are the ones who died. And the ones who are like, I'm scared and I'm not going to go in there are the ones who lived. So they passed on that evolutionary um, way of thinking. So well, That's where story we're, 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 evolves too, right? Yeah, so we're wired as human beings just to be fear of, like, fearful of the unknown. It's what keeps us alive. As, it, what has kept us alive as a species in the past, right? So yeah. it's not surprising that a movie where it's like the woods and there's like what's in there. It's super like you look at the 1630s, right? There's no power there's nobody around for weeks. It's super dark out there. Like it's just the, it's just two adults and one, two, like four kids. Right. It's like nobody. If, if a band, like if, if a bunch of wild animals, like if a bear comes, some even something a bear, I was going to say like some kind of indigenous tribe or something like that. But if a bear comes, you're on your own. And if the parent gets, if, the, if your parents get killed, you're screwed. You're going to starve to death. And it's like, you know what I mean? So I get that. Like that is, yes, I a hundred percent get that part of it for sure. For mm-hmm. the record, I didn't find either one of them scary. I just think the lighthouse is like,
1: you liked it better.
0: I just like, I like, I enjoyed my time watching it. It's entertainingly weird. And like I could actually put myself in into the both characters in different parts of the film, but it's it's more it was less about it being horror for me, it, which is why I almost hesitated when I des- described it as like a gothic psychological horror film. I'm like, is it that though? <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
1: I, I actually thought that too when I first read it. I was like, <laughs> how is this a horror movie?
0: Because it, it doesn't feel it, like one.
1: No, it feels more like um... I don't even know what the fucking word is. Because it's it's more of like a, um it's
0: it's a descent into madness kind of it's film more
1: of like a mystery.
0: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> mm, I don't know. less less. I don't know about mystery, but like it's more of a um, like what
1: sci-fi? No,
0: nah, it's like what happens to somebody when they go insane. Basically, like you know, is somebody descends in into madness? Like we how just do don't they have a category to? of film for that. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. But it's I. I as I was watching, I'm like, "Is this a horror movie? I'm not sure that it is." You know what I mean? Psychological thriller? No. Yeah, Psychological with... f- film?
1: <laughs> maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where that's where I go to like art house because when yeah. I see that, I'm like, "Oh, it's like it's weird and out there." I'm like, "Was I prepared to watch an art house film?" <laughs> Not, <laughs> probably, not <initially>. not. <laughs> probably. Not. I, I I don't mind art house. It's just sometimes like I watch and I'm like, fuck, like I didn't wasn't, I didn't strap myself in for this. I need to know s- that's what I'm watching.
0: Yeah. And s- I was going to say, sometimes art house films are weird for the sake of weird too. And they, there's and nothing to annoyed. them. Yeah, yeah. Cause you're just watching too. Okay. Well, like nothing of substance is happening here. It's just weird because they wanted to make a weird movie. And yeah. I've seen films like that. And it's like okay, so like I guess I was entertained for half of this, but at you get to the end, it's like we're just gonna do this like triple fake out, be turned into a a lobster, a lobster for no reason, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Turn into a lobster, or like um. Or they like they were they were like an interdimensional alien the whole I don't know you know what I mean it's just and it's just well, that makes or no parents sense. your parents are
1: ghosts, but your pa- your they, also, are ghosts. they also can turn red,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, and it's just it's just it's there to just it's weird for the sake of weirdness, just like have some horror like a lot of that gore porn like castle and stuff like it's gore for the sake of gore, and there's not very much of a plot to it it's and some people thing. love that shit. Some, some people, people some it. people really do. And some people really love art house stuff too, because it's like I like Delightfully Weird, but you have to do something with it. Like it has to go somewhere. Like and it doesn't have to go somewhere even mind blowing, but it has to go somewhere. And like a lot, some and not a lot, but sometimes art house films just have a tendency We're gonna- to just be like like this movie was weird. And I just, and that's I it. Just
1: I just had a thought. I think we're going to do this. I'm going to strap you in for this when this happens. Okay. I'm going to talk about um, a style of art making because there's four forms of art making and one of them is called instrumentalism and it means art that has a purpose. I think you would agree with me that it has to mean something. You don't always want art to mean nothing. Mm. So, or you, if it means something, nothing, you need to know that it means nothing going into it. going into it, so I'm gonna talk even about then I tend to
0: gravitate towards something that means something like it doesn't matter, it doesn't really matter what, but it's just we're like
1: gonna, we're gonna talk about that at some. I'm point. just
0: gonna hang a bunch of vomit from a tree. It's like I'm not sure if that's art, like it might be art, but it might just be something weird for the sake of being weird, you know what I mean,
1: so we we'll, we're gonna talk about it at some point, yeah,
0: okay, cool. But like, yeah, I mean, so I, I, I totally I get that, and and Lighthouse is is close to being that, but it mm-hmm. does have a point. <laughs> so unlike some of those, like I said, weird for the sake of weird films. So it it does have a point, and it does go somewhere. It's just if you're not prepared, it's it's you, you could be yeah, you could Very have the same reaction as Tim uh, to it, and just be like. Like what? <laughs> What's going on now? Like wait, what? And I say that as Why? someone who, who's very
1: open-minded when it comes to art.
0: Oh, I know, dude. You love Mandy. You love that film. It's so yeah. And that 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 is weird as hell. That movie is so weird. But, and Color uh, of Space, same thing. You really enjoy that too, and that movie is super weird. Yeah, but it's weird with a point. And then you and you you probably like. I think you with those you read I knew, a little bit. I knew. Yeah. So you knew what, you, what it was going into it. You're so, like, okay, HP Lovecraft, say no more.
1: Okay, I get I'm, it. I don't know what's yeah, going to happen. It. I don't know what's going to happen,
0: it. but it's going to be fucked up. That's not <laughs> I, Like, I know I'm in for a ride, and it might not make a whole bunch of sense at the end, but it's going to, it's going to be super wild. And you just kind of roll with it, but yeah, I don't know. The Lighthouse is akin to that, I'd say. Yeah, and, Whereas, some, and some someone yeah. on a
1: uh, Hollywood Reporter talked about how it was it was Lovecraftian, and I now that I've seen the in, movie the second time, yeah. I see that more.
0: Yeah, because it's again like Lovecraft movies are almost always descent into madness, and how it messes with people people's minds because they can't really process what they're seeing. This one is more descent into madness because they're isolated, but it still covers that the descent, right? And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's similar in that way. I would say.
1: Okay, I, yeah. I have a couple more things I want to talk about on positives for the witch. Sure, which I've I've kind of talked about. Do you have um, any more
0: negatives, by the way, for for lighthouse for the lighthouse at all? Uh, because I've I I will gush the like about that movie all night, and I, and I don't know that we've done very many
1: of them. Um, so I think some of the the struggles I have with the lighthouse, um, are the this is going to sound weird to say. That's but fine. the language is a bit of a barrier if you are not familiar with it.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. And see, I'm from an island, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> and I, again, second time around, I was like, okay, wait a second. This is a movie about <laughs> light keepers in Maine or Welsh also, or it's at least themed after people. This, this is based on a true story um, about Welsh. uh lighthouse keepers. They're both named Thomas, by the way. Interesting. One of them got got killed. Hmm, Um, Okay. So it is is an actual folktale that was adapted. Uh, Anyway, so...
0: Originally, too, they adapted it based on Edgar Edgar Allan Poe's lighthouse, but then they, uh, when he brought his... When... um, his brother, his brother did that, and then he he, the, uh, he came in and, and did some rewrites to it, and then they took the Poe elements out of it. So that is also mm-hmm. an interesting little tidbit, I think.
1: Yeah, so like I, the language, I think, is a bit of a barrier. Um, yep. Going into it the second time, I paid closer attention to the, the the language, and I was like, okay, I can see why why Defoe almost got an Oscar for it. It's very um, contextually. Like makes sense it's good and it's funnier too the second time like the first time I was just like Ugh. and again may, may, I mean it says more about me being tired and not paying attention because I'm just Probably, like yeah
0: which is I mean it's fine. and I'm sure some people will watch this film and not find it funny too I mean that's totally it's But an it opinion is you it is totally very,
1: it is very funny it's just, I think it is too you have to pay attention you can't <laughs> you can't just like go back and forth like pay attention the whole way through and even the way that they talk to each other as they get to know each other better like mm-hmm. dicks like they're just so oh, really- yeah are
0: <laughs> such assholes to each other but that's totally <laughs> a thing that would happen like it's so it's very realistic that way and it's you know they talk a lot about like again like so i'm from an island and it's like i'm from an island in the atlantic and like a lot of the you know respecting the sea and earning like like Earning the right to be able to, um, you know, be the wiki like be a wiki like earning it right. That's very entrenched That's in 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 Newfoundland culture, right? So, mm-hmm. like I and the so the that stuff like me specifically wasn't a barrier, but I can totally see how somebody would go and it's like, what are they talking about?
1: See, and then again, I think when I said at the beginning, it goes back to taste. So this yeah. resonates with you on a much higher frequency. And for me, I'm like, I grew up in the plains.
0: Yeah. In a landlocked province. (laughs) (laughs) You have one river running through it. (laughs) I don't understand this.
1: I don't understand the way you're talking to each other. Yep. I, your accents are not confusing, but it is strange to me. And also, why do you have so many fucking outfits? They had so many outfits.
0: They did have a lot, didn't they? Yeah. And this is and true. I'm,
1: and I'm like, "But you're poor light keepers. Like, why don't you just have like the same jacket the whole time?" But I think they were
0: just I think they were company supplied.
1: Yeah, and so like again, this is me being lazy and just not paying attention. Sure. So, so <laughs> um I just I like that's a minor grievance and that's again just my taste like i said the second time around i was a lot more forgiving of it but uh it just made it hard for me to care because yeah. i'm like no, no,
0: no, i I totally get that yeah um, I, I could definitely see that and i will say um robert Patt- again speaking of robert pattinson's acting that he's british and, and did that. i and 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 he was and, and like i'm watching him like if i didn't know better i would think he was from boston Like, or from the Massachusetts area, I'm like, or, or Maine, like in and around that area. And I'm like, damn, like, that's a good accent. Like Benedict Cumberbatch in, in Dr. Strange, this is not (laughs) terrible. Yes. That that was a bad accent, but he does his accent and it's like, it's super believable. I'm like, this guy's British, man. (laughs) Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like good.
1: that's that's a kind of a a thing I had against it which again sure. we've talked about how I felt like the the witch is more digestible um because of the dialogue and the narrative mm-hmm. and the fact that it is a briefer movie although according to you it's a, a long ass hour and a oh, half. it just feels that
0: it felt that way to me, that's all.
1: Um, I think The
0: Lighthouse is an hour and 43 and I think uh The Witch is like an hour and 28.
1: Or, or, yeah or maybe 92, 92 or something like that yeah it's, um, it's, it's less uh, yeah so I talked about the, <clears throat> the Witch being more of a personal experience I think also that the score in The Witch is much stronger and I like the I, so again second time around first time around I was like there's no score second time around <laughs> I listened to the movie <laughs> that's so it's funny more, it's more uh, atmospheric it's very subtle It's very subtle, Um, and I was actually hoping that I would get more out of the Foghorn, but they don't play it up as much as, like, a deterrent or, like, a madness tool initially. No, they don't. Uh, So I'm a little disappointed about that.
0: So, again, so, like, okay, and this is an experience thing for me. So I lived in a community where you used to get a ton of fog, and almost every night, I not almost every night, but uh almost every night, and maybe like the spring, and possibly like early parts of the summer, you hear foghorn uh-huh. like almost every night. You, you tune, tune it out, out. after. Like it, it's funny. Like my my ex wife went. She visits. She visited. She's visited Flam with me, and she's like mm-hmm. every night. She's like I hear that foghorn. I'm like what foghorn? Because you, you get to, you you'll get to, you'll just tune it out. You get to the point where it's just white noise. And in fact, I found that sometimes it like. um when I have trouble sleeping, like sometimes I'll toss. I'll put on like uh, ambiance. Well, no, like ambient sounds of the ocean, and sometimes I'll have foghorn in it, and like it helps you get to sleep. So it's, I, I honestly, it's it's like so. My experience with it, it's like yeah, foghorn wouldn't drive you nuts, <laughs> unless, unless you're you from were the unf- unless you were super unfamiliar with it you yeah, so so like is it would have argument. to be yeah, yeah. So like but Robert Robert Pattinson seems like he's seaworthy, though. I don't
1: know. I know, and so so you talk about characters that you um you can identify with them. Yeah, it's harder for me to identify <clears throat> with them because it was never clearly established was Pattinson uh was he from the mainland or was he, you know, was he from a coastal area? I think he is based on yeah. his accent.
0: What I got from it is that he's from the main Massachusetts, sort of that kind of like the, um, Eastern seaboard kind of somewhere. And mm. he, to, to go find work. And this is what I gleaned partly too, from his story. He went to Canada to find work right. and that's where he had the whole thing where he like let his boss die, and he was like, "Oh, I get the, the fuck out of here." And so, like, then he came back, and he's like, "Well, I grew up in a coastal town. Like, maybe I'll try my hand at uh, at some kind of naval career."
1: Mm-hmm. That's what so I got you. out
0: of it. But then, like, I maybe I'm filling in some blanks because, um, of like where I grew up and stuff. I don't know. Right.
1: And so when I watched it the second time, I noticed the foghorn earlier in the movie, and they made it. It, it felt to me like it was intentional. Like they were trying to show how it just blares constantly. And Mm -hmm. while he's working, he has to like put up with it. And then at some point it's not there or not noticeable. And again, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I almost kind of was expecting it to be used as a, um, atmospheric thing. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. as much. So like, again, I don't know if that's a, I don't want to say it's a grievance, but I just felt like overall the score in the witch is definitely insidious Whereas yes. the score in the lighthouse is not as consciously part of the story.
0: Yeah, the score in the lighthouse is almost Carpenter-esque, and Carpenter is very famous for saying John Carpenter, very famous for saying that um, uh, he didn't think like so. He was a he was a big proponent of the score not interfering with the story you were trying to tell, which is why almost all of his films have a very basic score. Like mm-hmm. ha- Halloween has that one theme, but then it's very subtle. Like the thing, there is barely any music in it, and like in They Live, it's it's like one, it's dun, 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 yeah, dun, it's like almost dun, noth- like nothing it. in that one, exactly. So he's a big proponent of that, and and I feel like this is something that they tried in this because they were relying more on the environment and less on the f- the music, because mm-hmm. like again, so like with with the lighthouse, you have the ocean um to fill in a lot of sounds with the other with the witch you're in the middle of nowhere and like if you've ever been in the middle of nowhere there's no there's almost no sound <laughs> it's like unless there's a wind going through the trees I guess but if there's Which no can also wind be scary, you're yeah like- so yeah. they injected so like a bunch of, of so they had op- more op- I think there's probably like more opportunity there to inject more of a uh you know that insidious kind of score into it. So they're just different that way. Which but that's a good comparison though between the two.
1: Yeah. And um I mean like otherwise like I feel like I don't have a lot of a lot of additional complaints against The Lighthouse. Okay. I I was just curious. I mean like the mermaid sex stuff is like unsettling. It's so weird. I, I don't I don't I don't want to say that it's bad. It's just it's just unsettling. And I don't know if it's unsettling because it's supposed to be unsettling or if it's unsettling because it's unsettling to me personally.
0: It's like <laughs> because, because of fish vagina. <laughs> so so <laughs> It's weird. messed up. Like, yeah, I, that, and that's the thing. I could see that scene like pushing some people away, too, which l- lends to the less accessible argument. Which is like and, you could get to that part in the movie, where I was like, okay, I'm out.
1: <laughs> and he's like, I mean? found this I found the scrimshaw and I broke it. And now I'm not mad. And I'm like, no, you're a fucking weird guy. You had sex with a mermaid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right.
0: Yep. But it's like yeah. And it's like, okay, that's totally a dream. But you Chicken, know you
1: I, hang with T pain
0: Yep. I'm
1: on a boat by Lonely Island? Looking
0: oh uh no. Do can't it. Can't say as I have do
1: it lonely island i'm on a boat
0: yeah the lonely islands pretty they're pretty funny but yeah i mean that's that's totally fair you have far less complaints about lighthouse than i do about how well i mean my,
1: it's hard because like i said i turned i came around on it a bit more yeah
0: Whoa. yeah that's fair i mean maybe one of these days i'll give the witch a second chance but it's it's one of those things where it's i don't think my big problem is ever gonna it's 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 gonna be fixed on a rewatch like i'm not sure i i don't think i'm gonna care about the characters the second time either and so it's just yeah i don't know
1: i mean like that's that sounds like a i hate to say it sounds like a you problem <laughs> it it does
0: sound like a me problem doesn't it and it's and it's i i've seen so many people that i respect and like talk about um talk about how uh much they love the witch and how good of a horror movie is and how much it nailed I'm like it did nail the atmosphere but like this is a super deep scary creepy dreadful movie and I'm like I don't see it like what's wrong with me it's one of those <laughs> and, and maybe we sh- maybe we should do a uh an a, an episode of like I don't like a film is there something wrong with me <laughs> it's and it's it could, that could be kind of fun, but like yes, this would be the one. Remember. This would this would be the one for me because it's like like what's what am I not getting? Like, am I too dumb to, or is it because I've seen so many horror movies that that you're like um, broken? I'm broken. I'm, now. I'm just yeah. I'm just like I, I expect maybe a like a certain kind, but I don't think it's any of that. I just this just didn't stick, and it just didn't stick because I just couldn't get into the
1: characters. I mean, like I I appreciate the lighthouse a lot more. I still don't think it's like. I wouldn't like rate it in my top 100 movies.
0: I re- I real I liked it a lot. Seeing I was the, very so involved rec- with it. We're still. Yeah.
1: I think the force has balanced. We're yes, still, we're still on different ends of the spectrum, but I think we can agree safely that this is a director to keep an eye out on. Oh, 100. I yeah. I did mention the Northman. I am so stoked for it because I think seeing an Icelandic movie set in the 10th century is going to be really cool. Like Vikings, Isolation movie, that is that is the a great theme for yes. Isolation. I'm down
0: moments. with that concept already. Who's going to be in the movie, Tim?
1: Uh, so Nicole Kidman is going to feature as well as Anna Taylor-Joy, Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, Bjork.
0: Bjork is a weird choice, but I'm I'm it's, I'm there. I'm there for it.
1: starring Alexander Skarsgård.
0: Yep, he's which who's a good actor. He's a good actor.
1: So, like, it makes sense. It it, it makes sense in terms of the casting choices. I am still for this. It is about a North Nordic prince who seeks revenge after his father is murdered. So I am so there. Watch. We're gonna watch it and be like, "Yeah, it's not as good as this, a- yeah, this,
0: this movie sucks." <laughs> What's this guy doing <laughs> it's on his third one? Yuck!
1: Oh, he's he, he was a, he was a sophomore flop.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Only well, could do two, but, and then did the, 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 the two, and this one this one just blows. But yeah, like like I said, I really like Anna Taylor Joy, so I'm interesting to see how she's gonna be in this. She's as an aside, she has such a unique look, mm-hmm. like. Like her face is small, and her eyes are super far apart, like I'm not saying this is bad, like don't come at me anybody, like this she's is got not a bad very thing. unique I'm, look for sure. I'm not criticizing her looks. I'm saying it's like it's very like anytime that you see her in something, you instantly know who it is
1: she's very recognizable for sure yeah so uh, you know, maybe that, yeah. maybe that lends itself to her star rising star quality where she's um she's a good actor in addition to being no unique looking.
0: Yeah, 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 and I, I think her look probably gets her in the door, but like her acting skills is is what get her, gets her jobs. That's that's my theory, anyway. Mm-hmm. Although I hear she was awful in in the aforementioned um, New Mutants. New Mutants, but I think it rewrites. seems like everybody was bad in it. So
1: rewrites, Sco- plague. <laughs> yeah, I re- heard that too. Plague but like rewrites. everybody's
0: doing, everybody's doing like a really bad accent in it. I'm gonna watch heard. it
1: anyway. I'm going to watch it anyway. I'm, um, I'm not. I'm, you know I'm, I
0: don't because I don't yeah. hate myself. <laughs> because I'm a masochist. I, yes. I, I, like I, I don't hate myself, Tim. I'm not going to do this to, to myself. I've seen it. I've read enough and I've seen enough reviews on New Mutants to know that I will not like this. But what film, if I so do like it? What why, it? Why would I do that to myself? You're what what not going to like it, it Tim. It's,
1: what if it's you're not so like bad it. that it's good?
0: But it, no, <laughs> no, don't don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> Save yourself some time. Watch it. Watch a good movie. To watch um, uh, what what was the name? I'll 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 look it up and send it. It's something like um. You just
1: talking a movie that I should watch?
0: You yeah, you should totally watch the Hole in the Ground. But like, there's another one that I watched over the uh, Christmas break too, and it is a horror a psychological horror movie that is a metaphor for Alzheimer's, and it's freaking great. Mm. Yeah, good. I can't remember the. Name. I think it was I want to say it's called like The Condition or something like that, but it's it's very good. Cool. Yep. Yeah, look, like, I like that I'll, one on a lot it to too. The list. Yeah, yeah, like uh, f- international horror man, it's good stuff.
1: Okay, final thoughts. I have one final thought. Okay. Uh, so it is reported that Robert Eggers <clears throat> is making a Nosferatu remake.
0: I'm I'm there for that for that. I too.
1: am also there to see that. I hope that it is not terrible. I hope it is not as bad as the what was it, the 1970s one with uh is it like Christopher Lee. Who did
0: that? Oh, one? he was just like dra- in a bunch of Dracula movies. No, the Dracula They're just like movie. Dracula B movies.
1: Who made that fucking movie? I want to Well, there's there's
0: Nosferatu is like one of the earliest it films It does start Christopher made. Lee. I was right. Okay. So like, yeah. Cuz there's one where it's like Nosferatu was like one of the first movies ever made or whatever in like 1919 or something like that. And it's like yeah. a silent film. And, and then, then there's, there's, a, there's Bram
1: Stokers with uh, Bram Stokers. Sorry. Bram Stokers track. Uh, yeah. With our favorite, Gary Oldman.
0: <laughs> Gary Oldman. He's made some like he he's had a couple bad takes recently. Like he he had a bad take about Mel Gibson that I didn't quite I'm like, Oh Gary Oldman, why'd you say that for? <laughs> but uh um, hot
1: take or uh not hot it take it was
0: more like it, it was uh about Mel Gibson, uh about what he said about um Jewish people and he's like nobody can take a joke anymore and it's like,
1: Oh Gary Oldman, why'd you say that for <laughs> It's not quite the same thing as a joke when it's uh No. No no when it was a it recent. was an, it was a
0: supremely bad take on on it, but at any rate um, I was gonna say, oh yeah, there was a there was a movie about the making of Nosferatu, and it was about like you know they played it up as as the person who played the vampire was actually a vampire, oh. and so it was like I can't remember when it came. It was came out in like the nineties, like like as a lifestyle
1: choice, like they. Like
0: no, no, they no. He blood? was an actual like vampire, and they got him to be in the Nosferatu movie because they were going for realism or whatever. It's very, it's a very strange. They almost, it's so almost like, like he a sucked duck. blood. Yeah, like it's almost like a documentary about the making of the movie. Except
1: you're saying that vampires are real. I'm so confused. yeah.
0: Like that's that's what the that's that's what the it's like a like a faux documentary where it's like a. Is
1: it like what we do in the shadows, but like more of a?
0: No, it's like, well, it's serious for starters, but it's like yeah. the guy who played Nosferatu in that movie is an actual vampire. And it's like a documentary about the making of the movie. It's very strange. And I can't remember what it's called, but it's, I, well, I want to say it came out in like the mid to late 90s or
1: something. I'm making my bewildered face. You guys can't see it, but.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I saw it as a, uh, I saw a trailer of it when I was watching. When I, I think when I rented one of the Friday the 13th movies from a local video store, it, it was, there was a trailer for it before the film. And that's okay. where I want to say I saw it, like the trailer, okay. anyway, or I've heard of it. But anyway, Fair
1: enough. Yes, well, I am down I'm for, for I
0: am down for his 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 remake of Nosratu. and um his future projects. And uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, my final thought is like you should watch these two movies because he's a mm-hmm. super interesting director.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, he's and got, and
1: scuba. bright stars rising star.
0: Yes, I agree. And also check out like a, some A twenty four horror movies because they do a really good job of just like a modern horror where it's like a lot of their stuff is is they dispel tropes. They give you something unique and different and it's just, yeah, they're, they're a company well, to watch. I
1: think. We already talked about uh two of them, which is The Lighthouse and The Witch. Yeah. Um, and Hereditary and Midsommar. And Hereditary and Midsommar. Uh, I wanted and, to mention uh no not that i wanted to mention <clears throat> well i talked about the killing of a sacred deer because that movie is super weird yeah
0: you reviewed it and some it's totally on my list i just i, I have a giant giant Chris, list it of movies. is so
1: weird you i know are... i
0: i feel like it'd be right up my alley
1: it is so weird <laughs> under the skin with scarlett johansson
0: that's so good that movie's so good
1: so weird so good also enemy jake gyllenhaal That is a weird movie. I did not know was a twenty four. It was one of the very first a twenty four movies I watched. Really? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, It comes at night with Joel Edgerton, my boy. Yeah,
0: um, I don't want to. I I I know somebody who is in your family who hates that movie. I think you know who it is.
1: Oh yeah, I do know who that is. (laughs) Uh, They're wrong category oh wow <laughs> hot take
0: hot take from tim it
1: so eight, the person eight, in
0: eight. tim tim's family if you listen to this podcast at all you can get mad at tim later
1: yeah oh i don't know uh-oh what oh i thought you i thought you stopped talking i was like no
0: i didn't i was just uh, well, I, was, <laughs> I, I thought you're i thought you were gonna finish your point
1: Oh, my point was. Oh, I was just saying it's categorically wrong. I. I'll <laughs> I say thought you is. were
0: going into something.
1: <laughs> I no, I wasn't. I was just. I, I think it's such a great movie about zombies, but it's not necessarily established that it's about zombies. And it's my sister. I'll say it. My sister who doesn't like it. <laughs> well, I didn't movie, want... I don't,
0: I, just in case, I didn't want to just... I'm pretty you know, sure
1: I lent it to her and said it was awesome, and then she didn't like it, and so she's wrong. So, whatever. I, no, I
0: heard she's like... I heard she hated it. I heard she said... To, she She told me she thought it was stupid. Well, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that's hey, that's fair. Might be stupid. I don't know. I've never seen it.
1: Broken Clock is right two times a day. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, uh, no, she likes horror movies a lot more than I do, so... She's yep. entitled to her opinion, for sure. Uh, what else is in here? There's other stuff. Yeah, there's a big,
0: there's a big, there's a big list. There's a giant list. It's I haven't the, seen. What all you say them. It was twenty three?
1: Kevin Smith movie Tusk. Seen, I want to see this. Yeah, I haven't I actually heard that, seen that was it. super weird. Did you? Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I want. No? want to watch it. Somebody just because... was
0: telling me that it's super weird, but oh, it was Steve Weeb. That's who told me. He's like, you should watch Tusk. It's super weird. I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, Justin Long's in it.
0: Yeah, I know he is. But yeah, uh, A24 movies, man. Uh, Blumhouse is another studio, too, that's doing some But they're some not as consistent
1: things. from what I No,
0: they're really hit and miss. You really don't know what you're getting with a Blumhouse. It could be, like, brilliant, or it could be, like, the dumbest thing you've ever seen.
1: Fantasy Island.
0: Fantasy Island. <laughs>
1: oh, good lord. can't believe I watched that. Well, I can, because I was like, I got to watch it, but it's terrible. I'm a masochist. Don't watch yep. it.
0: Yeah, you do. you do bad things to yourself. I don't know why you do. you're just like i must watch this movie for completionist purposes or what about if i will like it like with new mutants it's like don't do it man don't punish yourself
1: that whiplash was produced by blumhouse i did not know that
0: yeah i knew that which is what i'm saying like blumhouse you get you're either getting brilliant or you're getting like ridiculously stupid it's it's and there's almost i don't want to say there's no in between but there's very little in between
1: it's there's a there's a there's a spectrum.
0: There is a spectrum there, yes. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah, I've said so. a lot. You have said a lot. I think yep. people people are. Like, get on with informed. it already. Watch these but, movies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Give, give give the guy a chance. I mean, both these movies. Uh recommend them both. Like give it a shot. This director's really good. Eight. give A twenty four a shot. Like, um It might not be for you, but that's okay. Like again. Uh We're welcome to different opinions, and like that's what makes the world go around. And it'd be boring if everybody liked all the same stuff. So, like, yeah, I mean, best we can do is just recommend it to you. And like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just trying to get like good art out there. So, you know, so have a peek. That's what I would say. You have anything to add to that, Tim?
1: I have two thoughts.
0: You have two thoughts to add. Okay, I knew it.
1: Wouldst thou <laughs> like to live des- deliciously? And. <laughs> Why'd you spill your beans?
0: Yeah, two two good quotes. That's Tim that's <laughs> Tim's new thing these days, coming with quotes from movies. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's great. So I'm g- That's a great thing to end on. Quotes from the two movies. So we're just gonna we're just gonna sum up there. So with all that said, thanks for joining us this week. Please like, comment, subscribe if you're able. Rate the podcast wherever you listen. Or if there's something you really want to talk about email me at conferculture at gmail.com that's c-o-n-f-e-r-c-u-l-t-u-r-e at gmail.com until next time i'm chris i'm tim and this has been confer culture